Hey everyone, it's Brent, host of the FSA podcast. On this show, we teach online health coaches how to sell at a higher rate and scale their businesses with more profit. Now, the way that we do that is through our sustainable growth model, which we'll probably dive into here shortly. But today, the reason you need to stick around for this episode is I am joined by AJ Morton, the owner of the FitPro Mentorship Review. Now, AJ is going to show us how he created the Yelp for Fit Pros to find high integrity coaches and get the best bang for their buck. So if you need help choosing your next mentor and avoiding the bad ones, this show is going to give you a ton of insight on where you should potentially go. So AJ, tell me about like your, your biggest struggle finding a business coach early on in this space. Yeah, man. For, for, first of all, Brian, thank you so much for having me on there, dude. It's an honor. Uh, I, lo- I love you know, having, having connected with you over the past few months. Um, but yeah, so my, my journey with mentorship, um, you know, is like a lot of people's, I think. It started in uh, 2015. Uh, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm back in Chicago uh, at the time mm-hmm. and I, um, you know, I had a really young family of four that I was, you know, trying to support myself uh, and I was sure. renting space out of a studio in Chicago um, and I wanted to, just like anyone else, I wanted to scale it. Like I wanted a certain lifestyle for me and my family. I wanted to not be at the gym so many hours a day, like, you know, putting all my time mm-hmm. and effort into it. And so um, I was like, hey, you know, I really need to scale this thing and figure it out. I don't know how to do marketing. I don't know how to do lead generation. They don't teach you that in PT school. So, you know, you're you're kind of always on your own on that that stuff. So, uh, you know, at the time, the only place to really find a mentor was on your Facebook feed, right? Whoever you were following Mm -hmm. groups weren't like that big of a deal yet. They were just kind of starting out. Um, and so I, you know, I saw a couple of people on my, on my, uh, Facebook feed and I was like, you know what, there's this fast talking British guy, uh, who sounds like he knows what he's talking about. He's living the life. He's in Spain um, yep. and traveling around coaching people. And I'm like, that's what, you know, that's what I want to do. Um, yeah. And uh, so I got on a call with him and I was like, hey, you know, here's what I'm looking to do. I want to be a better coach, first of all. I want to like, actually help people. Um, I want to start high ticket online coaching. And I want to, um, yeah, like I want to up level my lifestyle so that I can, you know, really provide on a higher level for my, for my family. Um, sure. And he's like, yep, we're going to make you a great coach. You're going to sell it. You're going to, you know, hit, you know, incredible amounts of money in no time. Um, let's dive in. It's going to be, uh, what do you say? It's going to be 8K. All okay. right. Now that, so, keep so, mind. And I didn't so have, you just, you saw yeah, this guy like on your feed, you reached out and you're like, hey, you are living a cool lifestyle. Let me... <laughs> Let me kind of see what you're like. Did he have a coaching program or were he you did, just he reaching did out? Have a coaching like, program. Okay. Yeah. Um, he had been all, he had been kind of, you know, talking about it um, subtly. Um, but yeah, he had been talking about it and I didn't really have that many other people um, on my feed who were doing business coaching at the time. Sure. Um, and so he was just kind of flashy and living this, you know, nomadic lifestyle that looked really amazing. Um and that's something that I, you know, I wanted for myself and for my family. So mm-hmm. um, basically this guy could have sold me anything and he did. Uh, so he sold me, you know, he said it was 8K. And by the way, this is money I didn't have. Like no matter what it was, I didn't have it because we were mm-hmm. not established yet. Again, like young family of four. Uh, what was your career at this time? Like how, how did you have money? Um, I was what making money I mean, with my business, but not nearly as much as I wanted to. This was going to go Got on a it. credit card. This is going to go on a credit card. It okay. doesn't matter how much it was. It was going to be, it was going to be borrowed, borrowed money. Um, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that's a, that's a lot of money. I, I did. I, and I didn't know how much it was going to be before I got on the call. Mm-hmm. I said, that's a lot of money. Let me think about it. You know, I got to go talk to my wife. 
He's like, if you get off the phone, it's going to be 12K. I'm like, seriously? Like, unbelievable. I have to talk to her anyways because, you know, if she divorces me, it's going to cost me a lot more than the 4K spread you just <laughs> created in this, in this pricing. Yeah. He's like, you can obviously you know, go talk to your partner, but like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be four extra K. I'm like, okay, great. I mean, 8K, 12K, doesn't matter. I don't have it anyways. So sure. I got off the phone. That didn't really make me feel very good, but I was talking to my wife and she's obviously very supportive. And she's like, look, you know, if he's going to teach us how to make 10K a month repeatedly, what does it matter if it costs 8K or 12K? Like, let's go for it. Mm -hmm. We don't have the money anyways. Let's, let's go. Yeah. So we did it <laughs> and uh, spent the 12K, put it on a bunch of credit, different credit cards and uh, got into the program. And the deliverables were like really, really a letdown, like really disappointing. Yeah. How so? I, I mean, he would send me, I had like probably a, an email a week. There's no like portal, there's no modules or anything like that. I got an email a week with like a 90 minute long rant of his just talking on certain topics and stuff like that. There's no presentation, no organization. Um, and that's what it was. And there was also really nothing on coaching either. When I really, that was is like, this guy still more, around? he is still around. Um, he is still around and, you know, keep in mind, I, I also leave room in my, uh, world for people to improve themselves. And from time to time, I still hear about people working from uh, with him and, um, it doesn't seem like it has, unfortunately, but, um, mm. it was just really bad. And, and the, the, the yeah. support was bad too, because I could never reach him because he was in the UK. And so I like, there was no, there was no sure. like really good support or anything like that. Um, and I just felt really let down. The one thing that he did, I mean, the, actually, I, I actually made a sale in that, in that program. I, uh, I sold this poor girl on a $3,000 high ticket coaching program that I didn't know how to deliver on because I also no, wanted the no. coaching aspect of it. So I sold around a $3,000 um, program that I had no right, you know, charging that amount at the time. I'm not no. saying that's too much. I'm just saying it's too much for what I, what I, you know, had in my arsenal at the time as my first yeah. online coaching client. A lot of self-awareness. Uh, oh yeah. And I, so I felt bad. So the, to make it up to her, I basically ended up working her for like six months just to feel better about the situation. And mm -hmm. I really didn't help her that much. And, um, yeah. So I guess I did have a little bit of an ROI, but not nearly what I wanted. And it didn't really feel good sure. to me. So I got out of that program and I was like, I, I stopped paying him. First of all, I was like, Hey, this is not what I, it's not what you told me it was. It's not what I expected it to be. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and just stop now. Like it's all good. Yeah. Um, and I got out of that. I was kind of jaded and I was like, man, you know, had there been a place where I could have just like check that guy out beforehand, maybe read some reviews, maybe talk to some people about their experience. You know, I might've made the same investment, but at least I would have been able to do my homework and be able to mm -hmm. make a more well-rounded informed decision. And I yeah. said, there needs to be like a Yelp, you know, like there's mm -hmm. like a Yelp for this kind of a thing. Um, sure. It would save people so much time and money. And I was looking around on, the, on Google and I looked at, for Facebook groups on it and there was nothing there. And I was like, well, shit, I'm going to, I'm going to start it. Yeah. So I have to say uh, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's genius what you did there. Um, in the book, I think it's flipped the script by Oren Clough. He talks about like familiar, familiarity, right? Where people will, when, when, when they know something, they know, like, and trust, let's say a business. And when you can say, I'm like that business, but a little bit different, you skip a lot of steps as far as like building trust. It's like, oh, okay. I kind of already understand what they do. Now I understand how you're different. Right. That's like how, uh, like when Excel, 
uh, this is just a little snippet here, when yeah. Excel was like everywhere and blowing up before Google Docs was a thing, that, that was Google's entire marketing strategy. Hey, we're Excel, but online, and you can mm. share it with other people. So it's really smart. smart what you've done with like the Yelp for, you know, fit pros. Um, so kudos to, yeah. to, to the branding there. Thank you. And that's really, honestly, that's just what it started out as. Like, I, I was just like, hey, let me just set up this group so people can at least start talking about these experiences before they go into it. And um, interestingly enough, when I started Fit Pro Mentorship Review and um, got a good influx of people in there, uh, I realized that I was definitely, I was like nowhere near alone. Like this was like, mm -hmm. this was like an epidemic, like people were going through it. And uh, coincidentally, a lot of people who were actually in my cohort, this guy was training other people. Uh, mm -hmm. they were coming in and leaving reviews too. And they were all pretty much the same. Like the deliverables were not there. The support was not there massively Sad. overcharging and massively under delivering. Mm -hmm. Um, so I basically, you know, had that group set up, um, for a while, just as a, as a resource, as an open forum for people to go ahead, um, you know, and, and talk about mentorships and, and that kind of stuff and, and leave reviews. Um, and actually it was in there that I actually found some really, really amazing mentors that helped me, uh, help me scale my in-person business um which was like phenomenal and uh mm -hmm. like I, I ran a group coaching business for women um in chicago that did really really well for a long time um and then i ended up finding a couple online coaches in there as well throughout the years when i when i was looking for coaches because that nice. group became like the the pulse of the industry you know like i was mm -hmm. if i needed to know who was doing a good job i would go to my own group and i would be like oh cool this person's getting mentioned a lot the reviews are really good i'm gonna sure. go and, you know reach out and, and check out their program so it was a way for me to kind of do homework yeah so you said something a moment ago that kind of stuck out to me you had bought into this program you felt under equipped right a little let down a little frustrated and I, I don't think it was your fault, but you didn't get the coaching that you needed from that to then be able to turn around and provide a good service. So what you did was went, sold, did exactly what they, they taught you to do. And then you sold a $3,000 program to someone who then felt probably very similar to you, right? She probably scraped up that 3000 paid for it the same way you did, probably just as scared. We don't know what her financial situation is like. And it's, it's this cycle that continues over and over in digital marketing and specifically online health coaching and fitness, right? Like people get yeah. bad coaching and then they provide bad coaching and then people get burnt and then they don't buy and then they give negative reviews to everybody and all their friends and then they don't buy. And that's why, in my opinion, that's why so many coaches get more objections than they ever have is because the trust in the industry has been virtually destroyed. Yeah. What's your take on that? I mean, I, I totally agree. They're so skeptical. And, you know, now, you know, the group has grown so much. I mean, we have like 5,300 people in it. Like mm -hmm. people come in and they either just got burnt. So they're really mm -hmm. jaded and, yep. uh, or they've been through a bunch of mentorships and they're, they, they feel like, like they're all the same. And so they're not like, mm -hmm. they don't really know what to do. Uh, or they keep seeing this guy or girls ads everywhere. They're being shoved in their face and they want to know if they, you know, if, if they can have the Lamborghini too, that the person standing in front of <laughs> Um, so there's a lot of pressure, uh, from a marketing standpoint on, on mm -hmm. coaches to, you know, and social media contributes to this too, but there's this lifestyle, you know, aspirational lifestyle marketing, which is really yep. a, kind of a mind trip. Um, and then there's just coaches who have so much money and they're just putting them into advertising and playing the volume game, um, yep. and not really delivering on quality. So yep. I don't blame people for being skeptical at all. You know, I, I did a podcast with, uh, if you guys don't know, JD Daly, he, he has a mentorship as well. 
um, where he helps people. He teaches them how to sell and then uh, helps them for job placement, not in the health space, but kind of all over. Mm-hmm. He said something that stuck out to me so long ago. And it's if you see a influencer more in their marketing than you do when you've actually joined their program, that is a problem. Yeah. That is somebody. And and listen, okay. If you guys, uh, oh, I think I might have lost you there, AJ. I'm still here. Okay. I think the video just I, might be a connectivity issue. Okay. But no I, I, I think he was right. And when he said that, and I, I contemplated it for a long time because I'm like, well, you can get big enough and scale out of your business, but people are buying people generally. So if you see this person all in their marketing and they, you like the way that they talk and you like the lifestyle that they live, and then you join their program and you pay 10, 15, 30,000 and you don't ever get to interact with that person. I think that's a problem. <laughs> I really do. That's the norm, unfortunately. You know, like you have these these big like big talking heads, you know, characters who are out there mm-hmm. doing all the marketing, and then when they get inside the program, <clears throat> they're using some like assistant coach who like doesn't yep. quite have that same kind of pizzazz, <laughs> you know, that mm-hmm. that that magic that brought you into the program. And so there's a there's a lot of letdown, even like right away. Um, I'm seeing that yep. with a lot of people who enter these programs. Um, it's, it's not that you can't scale out somewhat, but you should still play an active part in your coaching. Like there's, there's a lot of coaches I feel, and you have better insight than uh, probably anyone else in the world that they just, they, they have these courses, they have these models and then they just kind of let them sit because it worked in 2022. Right. And I think, you know, as well as I do, as well as everyone that's listening, the market changes. I mean, the market is not the same as it was six months ago, let alone a year ago, especially not 2020 Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know no, what I mean I by that? Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's really important too, because um, I think that a lot of these like quote unquote business coaches are out there just teaching like this one method that worked for them back in, you know, 2019 and 2020. Mm -hmm. That's not like business coaching. Like if you're a one trick pony, like that's cool. But like, (laughs) you're going to, you're going to shove that down the throats of like 200 students in your program. I expect it to work the same for everyone. Like that's not, that's not business coaching. You're not teaching anyone about business. You're like, that's, you're teaching them this, Hey, there's one model that happened to work for me. Let's see if it happens to work for you and no, there's no other, there's no other strategies I have. That's all I got. That's exactly it. We had a funnel that worked in 2020, put a bunch of traffic. We put a hundred thousand dollars a month in traffic behind it, but you can do the exact same. Yeah. 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 It's it's really sad. The other thing is like the, the scale is so different too. Like, you know, you're, when you talk about ads, like some people are putting literally hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in, and of oh, course yeah. it works for them because they can compete in the marketplace. But no, mm-hmm. you with your $5 a day, no, you can't play. That's <laughs> you're, We're in a totally different sandbox here, you know? Yes. Yep. And um, so I, I would agree though. I think that's one of the most important things and, and not to pat myself on the back here, but I don't want to scale out of my business. And I, I that, that catches a lot of people off guard. I, I talked with a business coach, AJ, um, two months ago. And he, he asked me, he goes, okay, you're making good money per month now. What I do is I help people get to, you know, seven figures per month. And I was like, nah, I don't really want that. He goes, what do you mean you don't want that? Not interested. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. My clients are happy. We have a good product. We have a good system. I'm not stressed. I work great hours. I was like, I just want to optimize some different things here, here, and here. And he's like, oh, well, we wouldn't be a good fit. We, we specifically help those who, who want to scale to multi to eight and multi-eight figures. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, one, I appreciate you being able to tell me no. I can always appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but two, yeah, people are so blown away when you tell them that you don't want to scale to the moon. Isn't that wild? 
it is wild. And like, I mean, I think part of the reason that you and I connected is because you are so involved in your business and people are getting so much of you, you know, when they're signing up and I got word of that. And I was like, okay, here's another, there's another one who's doing it right in the industry, who's treating fit pros the way that they deserve to be treated. Um, and usually showing up, who's showing up. It cut out there the whole time. So I I didn't hear a word. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was just saying the reason you and I connected is because Mm -hmm. I got word that you were doing a great job with your, with your business and with your clients who are in your Mm -hmm. business um, and treating fit pros the way that they deserve to be treated and showing up in the way that they deserve and expect. Um, And that, that that says a lot about the fact that you actually care for your client's success. You're not just wanting to shuffle people in for money and hand them off to a coach and just Mm -hmm. not really that be, not be that connected to their, their end results. Yeah. I wish it went without saying, but uh, I appreciate it. I I really do. So tell me, AJ, like what are some of those like key indicators that you teach your, your um, clientele? What are some of the key indicators you really look for in a coach who has high integrity? Yeah. I mean, I I think a couple of the really important things that I look for and try to try to have my, you know, my audience look for is, you know, how they come to you Mm -hmm. is probably how they're going to have you go to other people. Mm-hmm. So if they're showing up cold with no business to even message you in your DMs, that's probably what they're going to have you be doing. So are you comfortable sure. with that? That does work. It's a lot of volume and not sure. many people are into that these days, but like that's probably what you're going to be doing. So I'm not saying it's necessarily an integrity issue, but like pay close attention to how they're coming to you. Makes sense. Um color of things. I, I don't know. I'm really not into flashy marketing. It's a huge red flag for me. So chances are Same. if they're standing in front of their mansion or their supposed Lamborghini or their private jet mm-hmm. or their two comma club award thing, I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know. It just doesn't really do it for me. For me, that's an immediate no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Let me just block that out. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, yours is well deserved. I'm, and I'm not saying it's just like you see these people that use it so much as as leverage, and it's like, oh, I oh, got I this know, thing. Yeah. That means I have this authority to charge whatever sure. I want. And you just sure. need to deal with the deliverables. Um, Shift my so that for me. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that for me. No, that I, for I know me exactly what you mean, though. I mean. Yeah. I think it's a well-known thing in the industry. Most of those, most of those big fancy cars are rented. They pe- people put on this facade, and it's like if you're faking your marketing, what do you think the, what do you think the inside of the program is? You know what I mean? You know what would be really impressive for me is like I don't care how successful you are. I don't care how successful how many Lamborghinis you have because you sold a bunch of a bunch of stuff. Um, I, if your clients are all getting Lamborghinis, that is marketing I would like. There to see. you go. Yes. Yes. Like, show show me your and, client wins. Yeah, just because you're selling a bunch of stuff doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean it's good. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people out there are making a whole lot of money and not doing any good in the world. So show me your clients are being successful, and I'll then I'm a buyer. I like that. I like that a lot, actually, because I don't want to contribute. And maybe this is me being selfish, and maybe this is a limited mindset. And I'm sure I'll get grilled by somebody for saying this, but if I see your marketing is 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 all you just blowing it on on chains and you know all this crazy fancy stuff i don't really care to contribute to that even if the product's great if i if i like and subscribe to someone else's beliefs more i i'm I'm gonna go with them every single time because people buy people and i'm i i do the exact same thing so if again if i align with somebody a little bit better and on those beliefs and if that's your belief like if that's the lifestyle you want one there's nothing wrong with it Mm. like you can you can strive for whatever it is you want, so long as it's not, you know, affecting other people. 
Uh, so if, right. if, if that is the lifestyle you want, great. Um, but me personally, I buy from someone who, who is where I want to be. Yeah, no, exactly the same. Um, if, and if I can go back to a second too, like the group, you know, the way I set it up initially, I actually realized that it wasn't as productive as I wanted it to be because it ended mm-hmm. up just being a really negative place where people were just talking about how much money they were getting ripped off. Right. And I was like, well, cool. So I set up this thing. I have good intentions and it's not, it's not, doing, it's not having the impact that I, that I want it to. A complaint center. Yeah. It's a complaint center. Yeah. And it was really negative. And I was like, I can't, I, can't, I don't, this is not what I want. And, and it's also not where I want to spend my time. Like I want to spend my time, you know, in a positive environment and, you know, be really sure. actually be helping people. So what I started noticing is that, you know, people will be leaving really great reviews for some people and not great reviews, reviews for other people. And I was like, you know what? I should listen to this community. Um, my God, there's flies everywhere in my yard. Um, I should listen to this community. And so what I started doing then is I actually went and started going out and curating the high integrity mentorships that are, you know, that I heard about in my group and reaching out to them and saying, Hey, I have this group. It seems like you're doing a really good job. Would you be open mm-hmm. to connecting, letting me audit your program? So actually you've like vet their programs. They give me access to their programs. They drop me in their support communities to make sure that the support that's promised up front is also being delivered on the back end. Sure. Uh, and I end up kind of being a customer liaison between the members that are, are in my community and the programs that I help them sign up for. So by promoting the people who are doing a great job, I found that not only was I bringing up awareness, but I was actually guiding people towards really good products and services that they were actually getting mm-hmm. good results on. And that's kind of the direction that I ended up taking the group in the end because I, that's the impact that I wanted to have by creating the group. Sure. And I'll say that that was one thing just to give the audience a bit of context here. AJ and I connected maybe two months ago from one of my clients is in his program and and now we share a few, but when he vetted C4F, you know, I was, I was blown away. Uh, he joined our Slack channel. He's in the course. He's like, he, he was a uh, call recordings and, and you interviewed some of my clients, like three of them and asked them, you know, basically went through like an entire, you know, interview process. I was blown away by that. I told my, my head of sales, Wayne, I was like, this guy's legit. Like I would, I would, I would take this guy's recommendation if I were a fit pro because of the level of attention that you actually took. Like you went way beyond what I thought <laughs> and I'm, I'm fine with it. I was just like, Holy smokes, this guy is thorough. So I, I appreciate that a ton. Well, I think it's really important too, because, you know, I think um, because people are so skeptical <laughs> in this industry in the first place, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I understand that my name is behind all my recommendations. So if I'm doing this vetting, you know, it really needs mm-hmm. to be from a good place and make sure that my, sure. my you know, members are really being well taken care of. I'm very customer centric. Mm-hmm. Customer service is everything to me. And so, you know, even when someone signs up for like your program, Brent, I'm checking in after they do. I don't, I'm not just say, Hey, cool. Like glad you got connected with Brent. I want to know sure. how they're doing. And if stuff, yeah. if something comes up and sometimes it does, I can reach out to the coach and be like, Hey, what's going on with this? Let me just check in and make sure everyone's getting, you know, uh, equally, obviously there's a, you know, there's a responsibility of the mentor, but also of the student, you know, to be doing their part. So I always check in and make sure people aren't falling through the cracks. Um, but also that the student is doing their part in the mentorship as well. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's just it. So long as both parts are equal, right? The blame game yeah. isn't being tossed around. I just put up a post today, you know, no program, no matter how fancy, how sexy the marketing is, how many times you've seen the ads, no program will work unless, unless you do, right? Yeah, you show up exactly. ready and willing to put in the work. So I, I like that you actually take 
the steps to one to make sure that they are getting along well in the program because some programs can start great and go to shit. So you're you're keeping them updated. And these students aren't paying you anything, are they? No, no. The group is completely free. All, we have over seventy five trainings in the group that are completely free from uh, the, you know best coaches in the industry. They've come mm-hmm. in and you know we've we've had them just give value value first po- or value first trainings and they just sure. kind of stay in the group as this, this great library to guide people um but yeah everything everything is free what my intention was with the group that um if there was if it was going to be monetized none of it would be coming from the uh the the members themselves because mm-hmm. i started the group <laughs> having been ripped off a lot of money yeah. and, and most of the people who come into my group don't have a ton of money to invest and so mm-hmm. um if i can get them into a position where they can afford to invest then um, you know, hopefully they come to me as a trustworthy place to go and find their next business coach. And um, yeah, everyone, everyone wins. Yeah. And another thing to note too, that impressed me is I'm not even allowed in the group guys. <laughs> AJ won't let me in. He's it's, it's uh, it's not to be tainted by any coaches. How do you maintain kind of that status that, how do I say? Because someone in, in your position, and maybe I've just been watching too much, uh, too much Netflix, but you could, you know <laughs> what I mean? You could be, paid off you could be sponsored just like youtube right yeah where people yeah. do I, I like watching like reviews of products i don't know why i have no idea um but on youtube they're like i have to you know disclaimer they did send me this for free so how do you kind of avoid that or has that ever become an issue where someone's like why are you recommending this person so much no i mean i, I mean i'm very transparent in my group so we do have affiliate links set up in the group so that if someone does make a purchase mm-hmm. within the group there you know it does help energize the group allows me to sure. do, I do these clarity calls four days a week where I, I just help people for free. It helps me do that. Nice. helps me find people like you and bring them into my group. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm always very transparent about that because I, I really, you know, I really think I deserve people's trust. I'm really doing this for the right reasons. Yep. And because again, my reputation is behind it. So exactly. it's so, so important for me to have the best interest of, of the members of my group um, because I otherwise like I wouldn't have much trust going on in, in my community and mm-hmm. it's, it's literally everything to me. Um, yeah. so, uh, it ha- I ha- I've had, uh, mentors try and come in the group. I've had staff of mentors try and come in the group and, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a one man show. Like I vet everyone who comes into I the group. I look at, I look at their profile. I make sure that they're not attached to anyone who's, you know, uh, who's running a business coaching program, but also my members, I, I do like weekly announcements and say, Hey, just so you guys know, there's no, you know, cold DMing or mentors allowed in the group. So if you see someone who's not supposed to be yeah. here please let me know and I'll PayPal them actually for helping me keep the group clean because it means that wow. much to me. I, I love this. I love the concept. Um, okay. So, so walk me through, let's say, you know, someone, uh, Sally's listening to the podcast right now and she's like, you know, I was really considering uh, my next coach. Maybe I'll join this group. What, walk me through that process. How, how do you help somebody get, uh, I suppose, placed? Yeah. So really good question. So first of all, Sally would join the group. Um, when she does, she would get a welcome message from me, mm-hmm. welcoming her to the community, thanking her so much for joining and offering her a free clarity call where I can just chat with you about your, you know, your goals, your business. I don't give blanket recommendations ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I always just, I want to know where they're at. I want to know about their business. I want to know where they're coming from and where they're wanting to go and sure. what's stopping them from getting there. I want to know what their budget is. I want to know what their learning style is. I want to mm-hmm. know who's on their radar so I can get an idea of, you know, what kind of what they're thinking as far as mentorship goes. Um, and then we just talk about some good options that are available to them. And then they, then they go back into the group and they can research those people. So if they had an idea 
of you know a certain mentor already, they can go in and check out reviews um, and they can compare. I always just have them compare to a couple tried and true options where there's mm -hmm. tons of data about them. There's tons of reviews, there's trainings in the group so they can get to know them a little bit. Um, and just at, at least at the end of the day, they can make their own decisions, but it's a well-rounded one, which is sure. the, the thing that I didn't really get, you know, get to do when this group wasn't around. Yeah. It's, you know, as, as you sit and say this, you know, what we were talking about earlier, like how so many clients are, are jaded on the B2C side. It'd be nice. I, I know they've got Google and Yelp and all these things, but they, they, I don't know many people. I mean, some coaches are on Google and like that is an option. It's like, I wish this existed for the B2C sector because there are yeah. a lot of people that are just very sketched out. And what they'll do typically is they'll just go to someone local. They'll pay insane prices for in-person. They'll get like one or two check-ins a week and they won't mm -hmm. get the same results because I think we can collectively agree. And again, um, um, you know, you can send all your hate mail support at closersforfitness.com. Um, <laughs> I think online training provides better results than in person, just from what I've seen. Yeah, but I people agree. will still pay a higher price and get a lesser service in person because they're so sketched out by this online concept. So, um, yeah, I was just thinking, like, I, that would be such a nice thing to have. I know it, it would be cool. It's funny you say that because I remember I was in per, I was in person for you know twelve out of my fourteen year fitness fitness career, and uh, I remember trying to get my in person clients to go online, and they're like, "Wait, why am I going to pay you money if you're not there?" <laughs> they like yeah. couldn't possibly understand it. And I was a good trainer, like I was you know one hundred and twenty bucks yeah. an hour. Like I, I had clients with me for six eight years at a time, um, oh. and they just couldn't compute it. It, mm -hmm. it didn't make any sense to them. So. Yep. Um, yeah, a big shift. <laughs> it's always funny trying to convert. Yeah, it is a big shift. So it sounds like uh, you, you kind of have a, like a nice and a naughty list almost of, of coaches. Is that kind of what it is? Like you have like the, the green list and the red, red list? It's more men, it's more of a mental list for me. Like, you know, we have the, the green list is, is in the group and people can search our, our featured mentors in our pinned posts. And, you know, mm -hmm. and they can obviously look at reviews of all kinds of mentors, um, you know, who I have mm -hmm. and have not vetted. But um, I don't keep like a blacklist. If someone wants to know someone about somebody, they can have a conversation with mm -hmm. me and I just let them know, you know, what I, what I see in the group. And also, and probably more prominently is what I hear in the DMs. Cause a lot of people come into my group and they'll be like, Hey, I just got to this program and man, it was a terrible experience. And sometimes they're not, mm -hmm. they're not really in a position where they want to leave a review about that person. Either they don't have time mm -hmm. or it's just not their focus right now or whatever, but they at least let me know about it. And I keep stock of that. Sure. Because if someone comes in repeatedly and wants to work with these people, I'm going to be like, hey, here's some background that I'm hearing about this person. Just want to let you know. Still consider them, but let me let me introduce you to one or two other people whose track records are much better, who mm -hmm. um, you, may not, you may not even heard of before, but you can check out reviews of them in my group just so you can at least make mm -hmm. a confident decision. Have you found any commonalities between like the people that you tend to recommend the most, I know everyone comes to you for, Hey, you know, AJ, I want to get better at sales. AJ, I want to get better at Legion or this or that, or this, or I want to feel alignment, whatever it is that they come for. I, I know that you're recommending them to different coaches. Have you found commonalities in the great coaches versus or more in comparison to the, the not so great? Yeah, the, it, it actually, it's weird. I find that the not so great coaches are the ones that you see most often on your social media feed. <laughs> All right. All right. That is interesting. With their, with their advertising dollars, you know, what, what yeah. I mean, like obviously organic yeah. posting, everyone should be doing, but like um, some of the best people are not in your face marketing. 
because mm-hmm. they don't need to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, um, nice. The other, the other thing that I really notice is, you know, they just there's like a, a a genuineness about them that you could really really feel. You know, there's a lot of like bro marketing out there, and like I said, a lot of aspirational marketing, and it's like mm-hmm. I tend to see a lot better service come out of the people who are really genuine, who are not using those kind of tactics and strategies to mm-hmm. to put one over their audience. Um, they're actually like really delivering. Uh, and then the, the, the coaches who are really more involved in their programs, who are, who are, you know, open to feedback, who are not just sending people back to mm-hmm. modules if they're having problems, who are really willing to take the time um, and who are really even willing to, listen to feedback. If someone's like, Hey, your assistant coach is great, but here's a couple things that I'm noticing. Here's how I'm feeling. And they'll really take that on board and sit down with the assistant coach and make it better. That's the sign of a, of a real great mentor for me. I'm not like, no one's perfect, but like sometimes in those other programs where, you know, uh, it's more of a guru vibe, they don't take any responsibility. Mm -hmm. They will not listen to your feedback. If you're not looking back at that module and doing it right, the problem is you. I'm not saying yeah. that's not the case sometimes, but like, let's, you know, can't we all just look inward a little bit and be like, hmm, maybe I can listen to this feedback here a little bit and, and hear what mm-hmm. they're really trying to tell me. Yeah, that's a great point. It's funny because before this call, I host a, uh, we host several group calls um, almost every day of the week for for our, our students. And then obviously we have like the one-to-ones and stuff, but we updated a ton of stuff in our script for, you know, the push-pull buying process. And it was funny because I'm like, some of the stuff that I'm updating, I heard from you guys, <laughs> you know, we're on role plays and, and it, someone just laid down like a nasty word track and I'm like, well, hold on, <laughs> stop. Let them, what did you just say there? That was beautiful. And then we'll That's actually, awesome. I, I have like a part, like a, a separate document where I'll, I'll write these down and then I'll, we'll practice it. And if it, if it fits, it makes it into the script. So it's, it's just funny that you mentioned like the feedback thing, because we were literally just talking about this. I'm like, some of these word tracks are not even mine. Like it's from you guys just absolutely crushing these role plays. What we're going to do is we're going to enter the speed round guys. Uh, so this is for you guys to get to know AJ a little bit better. And then myself, if you're, if you're interested. So I have three random questions, uh, that I've selected. AJ does not know what the questions are. Uh, I want the first answer that pops off in the top of your head. This is non-business related. Okay, I think you provided a ton of value throughout this episode. I think, uh, I think people would be crazy, by the way, to not go to your group. It's free. It's another layer of security before you make an investment that could be, you know, again, upwards of 5, 10, 20K. Before you make that investment, and this is coming from me, who, who literally is uh, like on the other end of, of what he's doing, uh, I, I think you should go get another perspective before you buy. Um, Ideally, before you hop on a call with with me or someone from our team, talk to AJ first. So anyway, guys, uh, three questions off the top. AJ, what was your favorite vacation and where was it? Um, let's see. My favorite vacation was Puerto Vallarta, I think, um, okay. on, my, on my honeymoon now like nine years ago. Where is that at? Um, sorry? Is that Mexico? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're in Mexico. Just had a beautiful, good time. Yeah. Young, uh, married, married really young, and then uh, had kids right away. So we had to like kind of delay our um, our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So it was like a very well well needed, well deserved uh, yeah, trip. There you go. Sounds incredible. We are. Uh, my passport should be coming in the mail any day. I am 28 years old. I've never had a passport, <laughs> so we will finally get to go to Mexico <laughs> this uh, this winter. Can you believe it? 
Nice. Yeah, you got to go. I think you'll love it. Yeah, I got to get it with yeah. the times here. Okay. Uh, my favorite yes, vacation, um, you know, I got to be honest, ChatGPT. Um, I tell ChatGPT to generate three random questions. I choose my favorite, but I don't ever choose answers uh, before I come to the podcast, which I should. Um, my favorite vacation, I got to say, is, is Montana. Every time I go to Montana, um, ha- have you been, AJ? Never. I wouldn't even think to, but maybe you're yeah. going to sell me on it. Uh, I'm I, I, no, no affiliate commissions here. Uh, it's just beautiful, man. It's, uh, I'll say this about Montana. I like to get away from all the hustle and bustle. You know, I bust my butt all week long and then weekends, you know, we're typically, um, either on the lake or out hiking kind of away from everyone. Montana, you don't have a choice. <laughs> like when you leave one of the very few cities, your phone doesn't work. Okay. So you better have GPS pulled up. And you're just, mm-hmm. you're just out and away from everyone, just nature, some of the most beautiful terrain you've ever seen. So, um, wow. Montana, amazing, actually. yeah, All right. Montana is like going 30 years back in time. Not even kidding. Except for wow. in Kalispell, but anything outside of like the city, incredible. All right. Next yeah. question. What is something you enjoy doing that would surprise some listeners? Like a secret what hobby. I um good question yeah what do you that like surprise, to do that would you know i'm uh believe it or not i'm <laughs> i really enjoy working and i think that part of my uh, one of the things i'm working on about myself is finding different hobbies that i can get into okay. um i'm trying to take a pickleball because i don't know if, if you get me started you, but it's it's good. Oh, no. oh, now, now, now you need to come out here and, and play. Oh, I play seven days a week. Do you I, really? I play two hours, two to three hours a day, seven days a week. It's gotten bad. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. I, I need to get up. I need to get up to your level, but that's something new yeah. that I, I, you know, I wanted to start doing. Um, do it. Cause I, Just... I don't have a lot of hobbies. I work, I work too much, um, which I actually really enjoy, but sure. yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. gotta, gotta get Just out there and do some, get into do some it. Fun Let stuff. me know. It's a, uh, my 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 day i could share my screen and show my calendar every day at 5 p.m pickleball is huge here uh people are probably getting this is when all the viewers are going to start turning off the podcast because every podcast i i managed to work in my my pickleball stories but it's it's big here uh we're in cornelius so just outside of charlotte and it's like a a little bit like more middle-aged crowd uh and boy i mean they eat it up Friday nights, there's six courts going, there's speakers everywhere, there's lights. So you're playing till like 10 p.m. Everybody's got their drinks and like their Yeti cups. It's, oh, dude. <laughs> I want, I want that. I want that. I want that pickleball rush that you're, yeah. that you're, that you're getting oh, at. God bless it. Emotions get, <laughs> uh, <laughs> get soaring. Uh, people storming off the courts. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, my, my random hobby. Um, I think I said this on the last podcast too. People are going to think I'm a, a strange person. I like lawn care. <laughs> I'm oh, a very simple thanks. person. Brooke, um, she knows what my, my dream is. Uh, we're not actively looking just yet, but when we settle down, we're, we're looking for a piece of land. Um, we'd like to build a house. Uh, my one criteria is that we have a couple acres. So, because like we're going back home to Ohio. So like, uh, my favorite thing, we have a, uh, my, my, my dad has a tractor with like a big brush hog. You just mow like the, the, the acreage. That's all I want to do. That's my, that's my life. I just want to retire and, uh, mow the lawn all day. <laughs> just want to manicure the lawn all day. That's amazing. Yep. The, the, sim- the simple things we, we want to play, 
you should build a pickleball court on your land. Oh, obviously, God. don't tempt me <laughs> because <laughs> I will. And they're small. Yeah. They're, sure. they're yeah. actually. Um, I was I was inquiring uh, with someone at the court about costs on that, so um, I may. All right, last question: If you could have any superpower in the entire world, what would it be, and why? Man, you've got you've got good stuff, man. Um, yeah, GPT has good stuff. Yeah, GPT. Sorry, uh, I'm not going <laughs> to give you the credit. Yeah, don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I don't know if I don't know if I'd actually want this, but I think living forever would be something that I really want to do. I really, really, really love, enjoy life. Yeah, I just, I, wow. I don't know, like. Yeah, even even in bad times, I'm just like, man, I just I'm so grateful just to like be here, and I really yeah. enjoy people and connecting with people, and so, yeah, I wow. uh, I don't know if that's that. I, I think I might regret that. There's probably mm-hmm. some a lot of downside to that that I haven't thought through, but um, yeah, I yeah. just I love love life a lot. What's the movie like Hancock or something with uh, Will Smith? I think Will he Smith, lived yeah. like 300 years old, and he, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, to each <laughs> their own. I I would be pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> probably how many dogs you'd you'd go through in your lifetime so (laughs) not to take a negative turn uh my my superpower would be to just transport i would like to transport so i could just yeah i could just be at my desk and be like boom montana boom the beach i like that that's all i want no travel time no traffic i like zero yep just uh just transport when and where i want AJ, this has been a blast, dude. I think you've given, well, I know you've given me a ton of insight and I hope you've given um, a lot of viewers a lot of insight as to kind of what's out there as far as um, tools. Before you go make that big, scary investment, again, whether it's with me, whether it's with anyone else, just do your research, invest with confidence because what we found, okay, what we found is the people that come in with confidence, the people that come in with excitement do a lot better than the ones that come in with that mentality that's like, oh shit, what did I just do? right? That mentality uh, can kind of cripple you for the first several weeks. And then if you don't really get that momentum after you buy into a program, just from my experience and what I've seen, if you don't come in and get those quick wins and build that momentum, it's really hard to pick it up like two, three months in. Would you agree? I I was going to hope you you would let me chime in here because I'm I'm such a huge believer that how you come into something is how it's going to go. And so if you're brought into a program under stress and under, you know, financial, uh, you know, promises, you're going to have unrealistic expectations of the program Mm -hmm. of yourself, of the mentor. And so, yeah, I, I I can't, I can't express that enough, how how much I agree with you. Confidence and trust. If you don't have those going in, you might as well not even get going. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. We just put up a post today. We brought in three, three coaches last week, uh, or two weeks ago, we brought in three coaches. And the average time for them to make an ROI was 7.3 days to make 100% pay off the the investment. And so like that, I think is like my greatest testimony that I can offer to anyone who's listening. I don't have a Lamborghini yet, but damn it, our our clients make money back fast (laughs) and you know, they're pure profit. They're in the green for the next 5.8 months. And now it, 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 what it does, you know, without going on a tangent, it allows them to take a breath, you know, make make decisions a little bit uh more relaxed and in turn they they sell more when they're more relaxed so aj it's been a blast guys if you are looking to get into his facebook group again it is free i'm not even allowed in there but i hear great things from this okay uh it's going to be in the bio 
Okay. And then if you're hearing this from an email, go back, check the email. Link's going to be in there as well. AJ, I appreciate you tremendously, my friend. Thank you for hopping on. I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for having me.